Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. I would like to teach you again of the lesson series called Learning How to Truly Love. We have learned three sessions or three lessons. Let us continue and we're going to learn lesson number four. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for teaching all of us, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for your wisdom, your understanding, your insight. We want to learn from the Holy Spirit today, Lord. And we want to change. We want to be the doer of the Word of God. We thank you so much for correcting us, transforming us, and helping us to grow in the area of love, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. My brothers and sisters, this lesson is designed to teach about married life. How husband and wife can relate to each other and build a family, a godly home together. But definitely, the Word of God can be applied to the issue of love in relationship with friends, brother and sister in the church, to your pastor, to your members, love your co-workers and classmates. Love should be our lifestyle. The Bible says that God loved us first. That's why He sent Jesus Christ to die for us. And because He loved us first, He said that we should love Him. And the Lord Jesus said that the new commandment is this, that you shall love your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and you'll love one another as yourself. Definitely, I have a special love for my wife, Pasada. I have a covenant of marriage with her. I will never forsake her. I will treat her special. But at the same time, you and I need to practice the love of God to other people. And the Bible says, when we obey the commandments of the Lord, we shall be the head, not the tail. We shall be above, not beneath. And we shall be blessed. And the nation will call us blessed. And we will be blessed in everywhere we go everything we touch. So walking in love is the way to show obedience to the commandment of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we need to grow in love. Before I preach this message, I want to let you know that I'm not perfect. I'm not a perfect man. I make mistakes too. In fact, I notice in life that people have behaviors and way of doing things according to their background. Some people grow up in a very warm, loving home. The parents are very mature Christians. Therefore, they know how to express their love in action easier than a man like me. I grew up in a non-Christian home. and The previous religious teaching to me is, I take care of myself. I don't care much about other people. You Take care of yourself. You saved yourself. That is a teaching in my previous religion. 
and my dad and my mom were not Christians; they were not mature. So I was growing up in a very broken and unloving home. My dad and my mom could not get along. It's very difficult for me to learn about love and to practice love. But thank God, I forget the past, and the Lord saved me through Jesus Christ. And now I walk in the Way of love, and I want to grow in love. So this teaching is not only for you, but it's for me as well. In the past three lesson, we learned that love is patient. Please go back to listen to this series called "Learning to Truly Love." Number one, love is patient. Number two, love is kind. Number three, love is not selfish. Today we're gonna learn that love is thoughtful. Love includes your mind. You think, you plan, you are thoughtful. The Book of Psalm, chapter 139, 139, verse 17 to 18, talking about how our God, the Heavenly Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ, who is our groom, love us. The Bible say, "How precious to me are your thoughts." In other words. God thinks about us, plan for us. He is so thoughtful toward us because He loves us. Oh God, how vast is the sum of them! Wow, the thoughts of God so big, are so big. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of the sand. When I awake, I am still with you. Love thinks. Love. Plans. Love is not a mindless feeling that rises on wave of emotion and falls asleep mentally. When you love, your mental ability is not falling asleep. You think, you plan. Love keeps us busy in thought, knowing that loving thoughts precede loving actions. You remember when you first fell in love with your girlfriend or boyfriend, whom you have married. Being thoughtful came quite naturally. You spent hours dreaming of what you love one looked like, wondering what he or she was doing, rehearsing impressive things to say, then enjoying sweet memories of the time you spent together. I remember when I first met Pasada. I saw her in my neighborhood. That night, I was dreaming about talking to her. I was thinking all the time, how I gonna meet this girl, how I gonna be her friend, how I gonna win her heart. I planned. <laughs> I approached her brother and tried to get her brother to introduce me to her. I was thinking what kind of gift I should buy for her. I planned to walk around her neighborhood, her home, so that I can meet her. I believe that you can honestly confess that I cannot stop thinking about you, my lover, my dear boyfriend or girlfriend. But this is a problem for most couples in the world. It may not happen to you, but it happened to a lot of couples. Non-believing couples and believing couples, things begin to change after marriage. The wife finally 
has her man. The husband has his trophy. The hunt for a boyfriend and girlfriend for a, a spouse is over, and the pursuing for a spouse is done. People always ask me to pray, ask me and Pastor Dar to pray that. Could you please pray that we will find a good godly spouse? I really sympathize with singles, people who need friends, need partners in life, want to get married with somebody, and I pray for the singles in my church that they will find a very godly, loving spouse or boyfriend or girlfriend who will get married later on. After a while, after marriage. Sparks of romance slowly burn into gray embers, and the motivation for thoughtfulness start to cool down. And then you drift into focusing on other things, instead of using your mind to think about how you want to please your spouse and make her or him happy. You begin to focus on your job, your career, how to make money. Your friends, your ministry, your problems, your personal desires, your vacation home, and yourself. I see that a lot of believers who are on fire for God, they begin to focus on their ministry. They want to do keep on going with ministry, and they forget about their husband, or their wife, and their children, because they keep going, going, and going, going with the ministry. After a while, they unintentionally begin to ignore the needs of their mate or their children. But the fact that marriage has added another person to your world does not change. No matter what you try to do, after you get married, you add another person into your world or your universe. You need to love that person until death parts you and you go to heaven. As long as you live on earth, you love him or her. Therefore, if your thinking does not mature enough to become like Christ and to constantly include this person, your spouse or your mate, into your thinking, your plan, I believe. You will catch yourself being surprised in fighting, quarreling, misunderstanding, and conflicts in your home, rather than being thoughtful. You did not think, you did not plan, and all of a sudden, you come home that evening. You say, "Oops, today is our anniversary. I forget to buy a gift and a bouquet of flowers for you." Oops, I don't think that I needed to consult you in that decision. Wow, your wife get upset because you already make unilateral decision. Your wife doesn't know anything about it because you never plan and think. You are not thoughtful. You come home and say, "Why, why, 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 why would that upset you so much, my brother, sister?" If you don't learn to be thoughtful, you end up regretting because you have missed opportunities to demonstrate your love to your spouse, 
Definitely, this teaching is applied to friends in the church, brothers and sisters, parenting, how you treat your parents. I'm so thankful to my daughter, who is thoughtful toward us. My daughter is so thoughtful that she arranged family vacation every summer for us. She already planned for next year to rent a home that we can go and have vacation. This is thoughtful way. Of showing love to the parents, you should be thoughtful about the brother and sister in the church. You should be thoughtful toward your pastor and leaders who have done great things toward you. I remember that when we moved to America, our missionaries, spiritual parents moved back to Kentucky. Every year, we are so thoughtful to them before their husband passed away, the wife still alive, but. I don't think she remember us anymore. She's quite elderly now. For years and years, we called them. We flew to Kentucky to visit them, even though they came from the Baptist background and we are charismatic. We flew there, spent time with them. We sent financial gift to them for their birthday, for the Father Day, Mother Day, and Christmas. We want to be thoughtful to these spiritual parents. Without them, I would not be here today. I may be backsliding, but this American missionary couple took care of us in each part of Thailand. Taught us, we love them. Thoughtfulness is so important in demonstrating love, but thoughtlessness is a silent enemy and destruction to a loving relationship. Let us be honest. This is a problem. Men and women. Are different, and I want to teach you today that you need to understand your wife, and you need to understand your husband. Men are really different from women. Men struggle with thoughtlessness more than women. This is a fact of life. I'm one of them. I'm not good at it. A man can focus like a laser beam on one thing, and forget the rest of the world. You know when. Uh, About twenty, thirty years ago, I was in residency at the veteran hospital, and at that time they taught me how to do the surgery with laser beam. So we shoot beam of laser into the muscle to split the muscle from the bone, and I saw that a pink red beam just so focused into the muscle, and that's how men think. Men focus. Like a laser beam, and that's how I am too. I really focus on what I'm gonna do. I focus on the vision God gave to me, the calling of my life, and I forget people around me many times. Thank God for having Pastor Da to remind me. Whereas this can benefit him in that one arena, man can focus and do the work very well, and this focus can make him. Overlook other things that need his attention. In the opposite way, a woman is more multi-conscious, able to maintain an amazing awareness of many factors at one time. She can talk on the phone, and cook, and know where her kids are in the house, and wonder why her husband is not helping. All this simultaneously. She can be conscious of everything around her at the same time. Adding to this fact about woman, a woman 
also tends to think relationally. Relationally, when she works on some project or something, she is cognizant of all the people who are somehow connected to that project. Man does not look at human or relationship that much. Man focus on the project itself, what to do. Both of these tendencies are example of how God designed women to complete. Them in, as God said at creation in the book of Genesis, the Bible said, "It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make him a helper suitable for him." Genesis chapter two verse twenty-eight. God created woman to help man, who stays too focused and forget about relationship, and not very thoughtful, not very sensitive. These differences create opportunities for misunderstanding between husband and wife. We need to understand this truth. Men, for example, tend to think in headlines, in the topic. Okay, headline. This way, he think in topic, and say exactly what they mean. Not much is needed to understand the message. Not much is needed to explain. Just say the headlines. This is it. His words are more literal, straightforward, and should not be overanalyzed. That's how men work. But women often think and speak between the lines. You need to try to interpret what she means. Women tend to hint. A man needs to listen for what is implied if he wants to get the full meaning of what his wife say. If a couple doesn't understand this truth about one another, the fallout can result in endless disagreements, fighting, bitterness, and chaos in the house. The man is frustrated, wondering why she speaks in riddles or not clear, and don't just come out and say things what it means. She is frustrated too, wondering why my husband is so inconsiderate and doesn't add two or and two together and just figure out what she means. A woman. Deeply longs for her husband to be thoughtful, to be considerate, and to understand her thought. Even though, when she communicate with him, she did not come out in a very direct way. It is a key to helping her feel love when you are thoughtful. When she speaks, and you are a wise man, a wise husband. You will listen like a detective to discover the unspoken meanings or needs or desires her words imply. If, however, she always have to put the pieces together for him or for you, it will steal the opportunity for the husband to demonstrate that he loves her. This also explain why women will get upset 
with their husbands without telling them why. Because she was upset and she think that the husband doesn't care, but the husband need to learn how to be thoughtful, how to understand his wife. In her mind, she is thinking, "I should not have to spell it out for him. He should be able to look at the situation and see and think what is going on here. Why he doesn't understand?" But she doesn't know that men tend to focus on one thing and cannot get into detail about everything in life. In the home, the husband is grieved because he cannot read her mind, and he wonders why he is being punished for a crime that he didn't know he committed. This happened to every home, believe me. Husband and wife. Men and women are different. For men, I want to encourage you: you have to be more thoughtful. You have to think ahead. You have to try to understand what your wife tries to communicate with you. And woman, you need to be thoughtful, and you need to try to understand how man behaves, works. You need to be thoughtful to one another. Love requires thoughtfulness. On both sides, love built a bridge, and that bridge will link the two to come into the middle. In order to build that bridge in marriage or any relationship, you need to have the constructive combination of patience, kindness, and selflessness. Love teaches you. The Holy Spirit is love. The God is love. The Holy Spirit. Will teach you to meet in the middle of that bridge, to respect and to appreciate how your spouse uniquely thinks. My brother and sister, this is why it's so important to be led by the Holy Spirit, because when your wife says something, the Holy Spirit can teach you to understand what she implies. In the same way, the Holy Spirit can help you, wife, to understand. And be thoughtful about how your husband works and does things in his life. A husband should listen to his wife and learn to be considerate of her unspoken messages. At the same time, a wife should learn to communicate truthfully and not say one thing while meaning another thing. You should be thoughtful and be. Honest to one another. It is easy to become angry and frustrated when you notice that your spouse is not thoughtful. Your spouse doesn't understand what you try to communicate, or he is not sensitive to you. And when you get angry, you start to have the destructive behavior. You can speak harshly. And you don't think before you speak. <laughs> Thoughtfulness includes how you speak as well. If you just blow it out with your mouth without thinking ahead, because you don't practice love, love is thoughtful. You think before you speak, but if you blow out your words from your mouth, and you will be sad later on. I should not have said that. The thoughtful nature of love. 
teaches us to encourage our mind to think before engaging our lips. Love thinks before speaking. Love is thoughtful of how our spouse think and behave and works in life. You need to understand each other. Love is like a filter. It's like a grid that filters words, and the grid of truth and kindness will stop all the bad, harsh words from our mouth. Let me ask you this question: When was the last time you spent a few minutes thinking about how you could better understand and demonstrate love to your spouse? When was the last time you spent time thinking about how you can make your wife happy? When was the last time you think what immediate needs I can meet my spouse? When you think about what is the next important event, anniversary, birthday, holiday, how should I prepare for those important event in my marriage? Great marriages come from great thinking. You need to think. You need to plan in order to, to build your marriage. Again, I'm not perfect about this. I am growing. I'm not condemning anybody because. I'm part of the community. As a husband, I need to grow in this area, and this principle can be applied in your relationship with brother and sister in the church. I can see that my wife, Pastor Da, is more thoughtful than me. Sometimes you say to me, "Oh, let us go buy food and drop delicious food to that house. Oh, let us buy this gift and bring this gift to that person." Oh, let us help that person. She always think about people. She is very thoughtful. She love her members. I'm thoughtful too in another way. <laughs> I focus on what good teaching I need to write, and what can I do to feed my sheep, and what can I do to help my members to grow up, to become strong believers, to come out from fear of COVID 19 to come back to church and serve the Lord and preach the gospel and make disciple and go on a mission trip and. Check the world for Jesus Christ. How can I help my members to be anointed and to be full of faith, and to love Jesus more than themselves, more than their own life? So I show love that way. Show love by laying on her hands, healing the sick, preaching the gospel, teaching you the good message. You see, my focus is on building people up, and my focus for my family is this. One day, if I pass away before Pasada, she will not be hungry and become a beggar on the street. She will have enough money to live on, more than enough money to live on. I think that way. I focus, but I may not be sensitive to her feelings. So we all need to be thoughtful and be sensitive to each other. I would like to encourage the wife and the husband that please contact your spouse sometime during the business. Of the day, you don't need to have any agenda other than asking how you are doing today. If there is anything I can do for you, can I buy something for you before I get home? That is thoughtful, and you should do the same thing to brand and sister in the church. You should call, email, and say how are you doing. I hope that you learn about yourself today. If you are a man, 
you know who you are, how God created you to be. And if you are a woman, you know now, you need to change and be thoughtful how to communicate frankly, truthfully to your husband. And husband, please be sensitive and thoughtful toward your wife. I hope that you apply this lesson until being thoughtful become a more natural routine and helpful part of your lifestyle. Let me read one last scripture here. The Bible teaches us to be thoughtful. I'm going to read to you in the book of Philippians chapter 1 verse 3. I thank my God in all my remembrance of you. Brothers and sisters, when you love God, and you love brother and sister. You remember. You think. You plan. You love. And you take action. You speak love. You speak word of encouragement. And take action of love. You plan what to do. Because you remember. The one you love. In your mind. I pray that. This truth that we learn today will be reality in your life. I need to grow in this area. You need to grow in this area. We all need to grow in this area. Think before you speak. Think before you do anything. Love is thoughtful in Jesus' name. Father, thank you so much, Lord, that you taught us this lesson. We receive it by faith. We surrender to you. We ask you, Lord, to move in our spirit, in our mind, to walk in love. May your Holy Spirit pour the love of God into our heart and that we can, Lord, walk in love. We're going to be patient, kind, and selfless, and we're going to be thoughtful people Lord, help us to grow in this area. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you are not a child of God yet, you don't know Jesus, I would like to encourage you. If you want to be blessed, you want to grow up spiritually, you want to be successful, the answer is that you need to know your God, the creator of your life, and you have relationship with you. He's going to pour His fruit into you. The fruit of love, the fruit of patience, kindness and thoughtfulness and long-suffering. I would like to encourage you to believe in the Almighty God. Believe that Jesus Christ died for you on the cross. He paid for the punishment of your sin. He wants to bless you, set you free from sickness and curses. If you want to do so, believe in your heart and confess with your mouth with me right now. Pray with me. Father in heaven, I repent of my sin. Please forgive me. I have sinned against you. I believe and confess that Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. Come into my life, Lord Jesus, to be my God. Lord, show me what I need to do each day. Teach me Train me. Forgive me. By the blood of Jesus, 
my sin is forgiven and cleansed. I believe my Lord Jesus was raised from the dead on the third day, and I will follow you, Lord Jesus. In your name, I pray. Amen. Congratulations. God bless all of you. Pastor Dan, I love you very much. We really want to see you become strong disciple of Jesus Christ. You are fruitful. You are full of faith, love. You save many souls. You are blessed because you obey the command of the Lord. You are the doer of the word. And the blessing will be on you in this life and flow down to the thousand generation. Your children will be blessed. Your grandchildren will be blessed. Your children will be blessed to marry a godly person. And not only that, when you go to heaven, you will have big mansions and rewards in heaven. Please love Jesus, carry the cross, live for the kingdom, and build His church and obey the Lord. Walk by faith and in love. Love your church, love your brother and sister, love people around you. And I believe you will not regret it when you go to heaven that day that, wow, I miss a lot. I speak to you out of love. Please serve the Lord. Preach the gospel and do everything for the kingdom. Seek the kingdom of God first. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much. God bless you. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Thank you.